hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Not D&D, which is brought to you by Ian World Live. As always, I am your host, Jessica, and joining us again, uh, back again on the show, we have uh, two little mice, Rico and Simona, here on the show. Welcome. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having us back. Yes. Of course. Glad to know I didn't scare you away last time, so you didn't want to return. <laughs> so um, last time you were here, we were talking about uh, your game, Household. Um, so if you're not familiar, you can go back and listen to the podcast or what the episode about later. And I believe, yes, I was about to say, I believe you have uh, something to say on Household for us before we get um, to talking about Outgunned. Yeah, I'm particularly happy and proud because this just came in yesterday. So this mm -hmm. is the first actual copy uh, of uh, Household. And uh, we, we are very happy with the result. We are very happy to receive copies in time mm -hmm. and to start shipment on time, which is always uh, nice. And um, I'm, I'm glad that we just received it so we could share it for the first time live here today. Amazing, fantastic. So uh, yeah, so as always, if you have any questions and you're watching live, please put them in the comments and we'll try and answer live on the show. And any links we talk about, we'll put in the podcast show notes if you're listening to the podcast later. Um, so we talked about household last time and really excited to see the book is there in your hands now and it's going to start shipping out, going to backers. Uh, but this uh, this time you're back, we're here to talk about um outgunned which is is different to household i think is fair to say um could you give us a brief overview of what outgunned is give us a the the elevator pitch or the the movie trailer if you will well um outgunned obviously very different game from household household was very lower focused was very very specific game while outgunned is the is our broader uh, probably possibly game uh, yet and it's all about uh, you know uh, taking movies uh, to the table and especially action movies uh, in a broader sense so any type of movie that uh, you know um, is basically part of our childhood so we're starting from Die Hard to Ocean's Eleven but also uh, stuff like uh, like Goonies for example mm -hmm. amazing or, yeah, um, so all these kind of action movies, we decided uh, to make a game to allow players to play, uh, you know, fast-paced sessions uh, to play without to play without any preparation, uh, and um, that's what uh, basically Outcand is all about. So uh, a system and a game that uh, has no specific setting, but it's just mm -hmm. a set of rules to help you. Uh, you know, put your movie on the table. Amazing. Um, yeah. And that's perfect given your history because as you mentioned last time in the show, you started off as making films and making movies. So obviously you're a, a, a company that's passionate about film and and movies. So what were the key inspirations for this for you? And like you said, you can kind of, it's a system that you could use any, but when you were designing it, what what stories did you want to play when you were playtesting? Well, um, especially we had uh, this uh, idea in mind of taking uh, the action movies, uh, you know, from the late 80s. So we're talking mm -hmm. uh, uh, anywhere from Die Hard to the most recent John Wick uh, saga, mm -hmm. for example. 
but also all the iced stuff because we are mm-hmm. friends of the genre. So we're talking uh, Ocean's Eleven, but also, uh, you know, Mission Impossible. Uh, also, James Bond, James Bond. Uh, was, uh, was a course. big inspiration for, for this movie. I always say that in my house, we, we grew up with basically uh, two models. Uh, we, we had Indiana Jones and we had James Bond. And, you know, wow. uh, we had to kind of choose two different movies. kinds of heroes. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so uh, we, we made a game, of course, which was Broken Compass, which was all, was all about Diana um, yeah. Jones in some, some way. And uh, I always say, you know, jokingly that Outgun is the other stuff, is the James Bond side. But um, yeah, that, that, that were the, the main inspiration uh, for this. But also, as you mentioned, our passion uh, and uh, our background in cinema and television uh, is what actually led led us to our game, mm-hmm. uh, um, because you know the action setting is more of an excuse to make rule to play a movie. What we were mm-hmm. trying to do, we were trying to take all uh, all the things that we know about how you should write a screenplay, how you should direct an actor, how you should make a movie or a theatrical play, for that mm-hmm. matters, and try to turn that into rules, into suggestions or pro tips, as we used to say. Uh, to allow players to experience that on the table. Amazing. Um, so uh, some people have said it's there's there are some kind of action uh, role playing games out there. Like someone's mentioned, Everyday Heroes is a system that sounds similar. Um, but maybe we could talk about what makes this system different and um, how this game works. Uh, so you mentioned, I think, in the Kickstarter page, it's called the Director's Cut System. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that's how that's different from other RPGs out there? Do you want Out- to monitor? Oh, okay. Uh, Outgun mm-hmm. used uh, our original signature system that is called Director's Cut, mm-hmm. that basically enables uh, player and directors alike, which is how we call the Game Master in mm-hmm. Outgun, the directors, uh, to... Um, put up to, to make a fast-paced uh, session. Basically, uh, every player um, needs to roll a small pool of the sixes uh, when he try to achieve something, uh, to make an action or a reaction roll. So when the story uh, puts him uh, puts a challenge in front of him, so he needs to overcome some difficulties, or basically every time that the story could develop in different and equally funny uh, manners, you have to uh, roll some dice. And uh, the goal of this roll is basically to obtain uh, two, three, or four of a kind. And everything in the, in the game is divided into four different uh, levels of difficulties which is mm-hmm. two of a kind, three of a kind, four of a kind, and five of a kind. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the main, um, as you can tell, the, the main uh, focus of our game system, of our dice mechanics, is that in a single roll, you may have more than one success and different type of successes. So in a single roll, you may uh, have the ability to, to roll and to describe and narrate different type of action. You can obtain one tree of a kind and a different two of a kind. So you have a complete action, a full action, and a, a, a smaller one, quick action. So you can decide how to uh, narrate your story and how your hero uh, in some way reacts to what happens to him. Uh, 
uh, in Outgun, there also uh, everything is uh, focused on the cinematic effect of the session. So everything is very, very uh, fast-paced, but you have, in the, in the same time, you have several uh, mm -hmm. instruments, you know, several tools to go deeper into what do you like most of the system. For example, you are mm -hmm. in car chase, there are several tools to help you uh, leave your car chase scene as much as you want, uh, as we say, mm -hmm. uh, as, and as we suggest to our player and directors alike, you have everything you need to give each and every scene the time you want to give them. If you want a very, very fast uh, mm -hmm. fight, for example, you can just have it in a couple of roles, but if you, uh, you know, you are at the climax of your session and you mm -hmm. really, really are into this particular uh, chase scene or fight scene or talk mm -hmm. scene, you have all the instrument to uh, play it as long as it needs for for you to be meaning. Amazing. So, yeah. I think that Ronaldo to speak English is better. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded great to me. It's better than my Italian, I promise you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, kind. But, um, um, so with, yes, oh, sorry, Rico, were you going to add something there? I, well, I just want to say, I think that um, there are there are a lot of amazing games that kind of mm -hmm. tackle the action genre, of course, because it's something that most of us grew up with. Uh, and I think what really makes the director's cut and outcome stands from them uh, is that we focus uh, on the way, that, the tools that you need uh, to tell mm -hmm. those kind of stories, stories where we are used to uh, having plot shield or, or having, uh, um, you know, avoiding repetition, for example, is a, a clue for the when, when you're screen writing. Uh, mm -hmm. While many of the other game, of course, um, they are focusing on the themes of the movies themselves. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I like this idea that we are trying to, you know, take people on the backstage of how you should, um, you know, write or manage um, a movie on the table. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, for us, it's all about uh, the time. It's all about time and timing and pace. Uh, so basically, when, when you are writing a movie, you have a limited amount of time. You have yeah. uh, like 90 minutes or, or two hours or three hours mm -hmm. nowadays. But, yeah. Nowadays. Uh, <laughs> three <laughs> minutes on TikTok these days, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, uh, you know, working with the social media, you know uh, that time is crucial, that you have to manage the time. And uh, also at the table, the most important thing, people mm -hmm. are asking, how do you plan to keep the pace of an action movie? Because that's the most yeah. important part when you're at the table. Um, and uh, I think that we are tackling it in the right way, as Simone was saying, with different successes. That means different mm -hmm. degree uh, of success and different uh, uh, type of action. And actually, our actions are not the more difficult or, you know, a cooler, but they are actually longer. So, for example, mm -hmm. with the uh, a two of a kind, you can perform a quick action with a three of a kind, a full action, or with a four of a kind, a longer action. So, how much screen times you know you can mm -hmm. take your action, and also uh, we offer a lot of modular, you know, tools uh, to focus on something or to deal with it very quickly. So, you won't find just one rule how the 
you know, how the fight is handled in Outgun, but you will find several tools that you can use to manage like a quick brawl mm -hmm. uh, or a whole fight scene that will last, you know, a couple of hours. It all depends on how much time you want to spend. And the, the director will have a lot of um, resources and stuff they can decide to use or not to use according mm -hmm. to how much depth they want to give to that, um, you know, to that specific moment. And that it was what the game is all about. Amazing. So, it, like from what you're saying, it sounds like the system is really flexible. It's a tool set to help you kind of build and kind of create your stories that you want to from the films you like. That said, you do have a lot of uh, Kickstarter goals. I noticed <laughs> have been achieved with all yeah. these different genres. And so, could you talk a little bit about kind of what these are and what people get? Are these kind of adventures or different tool sets for different systems, or uh, what is all this? These are, called, <laughs> these are actually called action flicks, and mm -hmm. are basically exactly what we were talking about earlier. These mm -hmm. are a set of tools. So additional mm -hmm. rules, additional mm -hmm. role, uh, character options, or option for the directors, uh, etc., to help you um, have your movie in a particular genre or inspired mm -hmm. by a particular movie you really, 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 really like. <laughs> so basically, each um, action flick is slightly different from the others, uh, with mm -hmm. the idea that we want to give you something extra. I want, okay, I like Outgun, but I want something more, you know, martial arts movie and Wuxia movie. Okay, we give you uh, more tools that you can use in your standard Outgun uh, session, for example, or no, I just want a full section, just Wuxia style, it's okay, or, or not. Mm -hmm. or you can just put some minor elements and, and, and and do your own your own style, your own genre. That's the uh, the idea, and they come with very 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 cool art. <laughs> I may say myself. <laughs> well, your last book of household was a very very pretty book, so I'm sure this will be no different. I noticed as well as classic films, you've also got some you know classic TV shows inspired. Like for example, I can see weirder things there. For example, which. I'm sure people can put together what the inspiration for that is for. Uh, so that's fantastic to see there's all that flexibility and options with it. So talking a little bit about characters, um, who are people going to be playing if they sit down to play a game and, and how does character creation work? So you, you are playing obviously as an hero because we are playing an action movie. So you are going to be the hero and you are going to face a villain at some point. Uh, when you create your hero, you basically you have to choose, um, uh, first thing, you have to choose your role. And you have 10 roles uh, in the core book and five additional roles in a supplement that's called uh, World of Killers, which is inspired heavily by the John Wick saga. Uh, so, for example, uh, Sam here, uh, she is an ace. An ace uh, is a role, uh, you know, for pilots uh, and uh, mm -hmm. drivers, and that kind of stuff. So when Sam chose the ace role, um, she received one uh, point in nerves, and nerves is the attribute uh, for you know all that kind of stunts with uh, cars uh, and stuff like that. And she mm -hmm. received ten specific skill points. Uh, so half of uh, her points were given by the roles, and mm -hmm. also she 
uh, had access to uh, two feeds uh, among six feeds uh, that are role specific. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, when you create your character, you can only choose among the feats of your role. But then when you advance, you can choose freely from all the feats. So that's okay. very easy to start playing. And then you have, you know, uh, complete uh, customization as you, uh, you know, advance. Um, mm -hmm. After the role, Sam had to choose a trope. And mm -hmm. tropes are like Sam is a free spirit. But you have a jerk with a heart of gold or a mentor, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, um, classic tropes. Classic movie tropes. And tropes will give you additional points, just one fit, so they are smaller than the role. And you can mix and match any role with any trope, of course. Mm -hmm. And the uh, trope will also give you uh, ideas on how you should play your character, like. Um, how the character should behave according to their role. Mm -hmm. And then the only thing that you have to add uh, is uh, two free points, two free skill points to customize your character. Then you can choose your catchphrase, uh, which is basically your, your catchphrase and your flow uh, are going to basically be your background, everything we know about you. Because Outgunned uh, uh, don't allow player to make their background, but works on uh, show don't tell rule so anything that you say or do during uh, you know the session will automatically become true uh, and people mm -hmm. will have to roll with it so for example i'm playing sam and i turn mm -hmm. to simona and i say do you remember last time when we uh, you know we're trying to rob that bank or we're trying to save that city or whatever and this automatically you know uh become part of our shared mm -hmm. background. Um, because obviously, when you're watching a movie, you don't know anything about those characters. You have to show sure. uh, this stuff. Uh, and so the left part of this uh, character mm -hmm. sheet is the dossier. It's everything you mm -hmm. have from the start. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing that I'm missing is the grit uh, points. And the grit is basically mm -hmm. your health. Is, okay. Um, you know, how much you can uh, um, overcome your failures. So, so you can you can keep going even though like you've been through a bomb and an explosion and like you're bleeding and the shirt's ripped and you're walking away from a cool explosion. Yes. That, that <laughs> okay. Because obviously you, you are an action hero, so you are not going to be faced by this kind of stuff like bullets or bombs. And uh, as long as you have grits, you actually don't really suffer any real, you know, injury or... Uh, life-threatening situation. It's basically a plot shield. It's mm -hmm. basically what makes you an, a hero, the fact that you have your grit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when you're out of grit, uh, of course, when you lost all your grit, you, uh, it means that you are about to die. So any further failure, uh, mm -hmm. you know, when facing an enemy or a dire danger can make you roll on your death roulette. And the death roulette is something that we see on the right of the, um, the character sheet. And uh, basically, every time that you avoid that, after you lost all the, your grit, you have to add mm -hmm. the bullet to your death roulette. Mm -hmm. And then you would have to roll a d6. And uh, if the number is lower than your death roulette uh, you know, bullets, mm -hmm. you are dead for good. You are left for dead. Uh, so the longer you avoid that, mm -hmm. the easier yeah. it will be to die. Uh, you know, have you 
have your cinematic death moment. Um, yeah, and that was actually one of the, uh, I, I know it's a very simple mechanic, but it, it was actually one of the greatest issue that we, um, when dealing with an action movie, you have to risk mm -hmm. something. You have to, sure, because it's possible that, you know, mm -hmm. a movie character dies, but it has to be climatic. Mm -hmm. So we we needed the mechanic that will make it uh, not so easy to die at first, but as you advance in the story, it will get easier and easier, and it you know uh, this should possibly allow you to play an, a climatic death if that uh, happens. Um, Fantastic. And, so yeah. it sounds really interesting because a lot of action RPGs I know are kind of designed or set up for kind of a one shot to just be one session but the way this is set up it seems like this could be a campaign because your character can kind of develop and kind of grow um like i can see on the the character sheet there's this experiences section is that linked to kind of campaign play yeah yes the the game is designed especially for short campaign and when we say mm -hmm. short we mean like six to ten sessions perfect and uh, so that's and uh, so that you can uh, uh, there are going to be suggestions and rules to divide your campaign in uh, three arc, three narrative mm -hmm. arc. So you have basically the setup. So the first one or two shot, you are going to understand uh, what what's at stakes, who is the villain, and then when the villain finally shows up and the plan is revealed, you enter in the you know the second arc, uh, which is basically you know the development of of the story, and then there is the showdown act three. And that's also how we decided to divide uh, our Kickstarter campaign. Uh, so mm -hmm. right now we are entering the showdown phase of the Kickstarter because it's the last 72 hours. Yes. Uh, as someone so, is pointing out. Yeah, someone's commented and, and noted that, yeah, three days left. Um, um, and they're asking if you're doing any late pledges or backer kit pledge manager or anything like that. Uh, yes, there will be a pledge manager through backer kit. And there will be also the chance to have a late pledge after the campaign ends. Um, for sure, in the pledge manager, you can find 100% of the things you can find during the campaign. I am not entirely sure for the, for the late pledges. It could be some slight difference, uh, mm -hmm. but we're working on that. But there will be plenty of space for everyone. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, links are in the show notes if you're listening to the podcast or on the screen now to go have a look for the Kickstarter uh, and take a look there if you're interested. And uh, yeah, best to back now. And it sounds like you can upgrade your pledge later via the, the Kickstarter. So that will certainly be an option. I'll just put the link in the chat for everybody um, listening to there. We've got some people that are already loving the game and saying it's off to a strong finish for the next few days. So congratulations on the Kickstarter doing so well. Um, so speaking about the game, you say there's a lot of um, kind of guidance for, for GMs um, and you mentioned that it's easy to come to the table with not a lot of preparation. What sort of um, elements are there that help a new GM? So say if you're wanting to try out running a game for the first time, what kind of advice or guidance does, does the book have to, to help you do that? Um, let's start with the pre-made adventure. Mm -hmm. So the way one thinks that we are particularly happy is the way we uh, designed and wrote uh, these um, the pre-made adventures, uh, mm -hmm. which are actually divided, uh, and you'll find uh, uh, 
two pages for each scene that you are going to play. On one page, there are all the rules, uh, the enemies, what happens, you know, the usual stuff, written like a screenplay. So you mm -hmm. have scene one, you know, uh, whatever, and uh, and everything that happens. And on the right side, uh, you have uh, what we used to call the, the pro tips. So basically, mm -hmm. you have advices for each section of the scene, like uh, make it this longer, try to say this, and if they look around, try to suggest this, uh, and uh, you know, make them aware of what's going on, take it easy, and all that kind of stuff. And we received a lot of uh, a lot of good feedback for this because uh, even if you are not uh, you know well prepared, you are just using uh, this uh, this adventure for the first time. You have you know kind of this kind of advices. You have someone talking over your shoulder and trying mm -hmm. to guide you. And this is talking about what's the the pre-made adventure bring to the table. Speaking mm -hmm. of the normal, you know, when you want to create your own story together with your your group, yes. um, you basically you have a lot of uh, uh, modular stuff that you can mm -hmm. build as you play. So, for example, let's say that I need some enemies to throw at you, for example, or I need a chase, or I need any actions mm -hmm. that require more than one success. I want to. Mm -hmm. um, I have different enemy profiles. And uh, a single enemy represents a group of enemy. So when okay. we are okay, we are playing against, uh, let's say, some tags. I will not have to say how many tags. What's what's mm -hmm. their level? What? Uh, no, I I have a you know a group of tag mm -hmm. of tags enemy, mm -hmm. and I can simply take that, uh, and that uh, is going to be balanced for two to five players, okay. and. Uh, uh, I want more. I want to, you know, add a level of difficulty. Uh, every enemy has a number of fit points, and I can spend uh, those fit points to grant them fits, like they are big and strong, or mm -hmm. like they have uh, bulletproof vests. And mm -hmm. uh, we actually also made a deck for this that you find in the Kickstarter. Okay, so you have cards for different enemy, and then cards for their traits. Uh, and on the back of the cards, you have the cost. Of the trade, so basically, mm -hmm. you know, an enemy with five um, points, you can buy five different one-point fits or one three-point or one two-point, and you can customize them on the go. So mm -hmm. um, you don't have, you know, dozens of profiles, but you have your tags. Mm -hmm. But you need, you know, tags with a knife. So with a knife, that's a fit uh, that you can uh, add. And then, if you want another level of depth, if you, mm -hmm. you know, you are enjoying the fight, you want to. You can use what we call the hot boxes, and basically, okay. um, let's say that your enemy has like nine grit, so nine dots that mm -hmm. needs to be filled, and when they are out of grit, they are going to die, of course, or mm -hmm. to be defeated. Yep. So just like you, basically, just like your grit, mm -hmm. uh, and you see that uh, the the player has a hot box at the end, just one hot box, and that's the last, uh, you know, grit box. And when the player reach the hotbox, uh, the player will automatically receive an adrenaline rush, so two adrenaline points, which are basically a resource you can use to have additional dice uh, on one of your rows. And for the narrator, for the director, this is going to be the same, but the enemy have different, you know, grid, uh, you know, sorry, uh, hotboxes in their sure. grid. Mm -hmm. So every time you deal some damage to the enemy, basically you risk of uh, you know uh, checking one of their hotbox, 
granting the director adrenaline and the director can use this adrenaline to activate some special actions. Like mm -hmm. for example, they call for backup or okay. uh, someone throw you a, a grenade. And this oh. is something that can be totally ignored because it's on a, a third level of, uh, you know, of depth mm -hmm. of light. Or if you feel you can, the cool thing is that you can add it as you are playing the fight. You don't have to mm -hmm. choose beforehand if you want to use this mechanic or not. You can decide, okay, it's it's too easy or uh, it's too funny. I want to continue it and you can, you know, use this mechanic. And also another thing that we love about this stuff, it's um, the weak points, the weak spots of mm -hmm. your enemy. Yeah. Because, for example, someone maybe doesn't want to hit the enemy directly, but is going to, let's say, look for a weak spot, look for a, a strategy, mm -hmm. find them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to outsmart them. And um, when a player does find the weak spot of an enemy, uh, the director has different tables to roll uh, this weak spot and what it will, what advantage it will grant. Uh, so, for example, one of the tag uh, is scared, so you can do a leadership role uh, to make them run away or something like that. And this is all, you know, generated while you are playing. You don't have to prepare nothing of this. Fantastic. Um, so you mentioned that the look of them like being scared or distracted or things like that, and that is for characters as well. So that has the, a mechanical effect for player characters too? Yeah. Fab. Um, so, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Um, Simone, if you want to go through the, you look. Yes, so, basically, uh, since you have your main uh, you know, resource, uh, which is the, the grid, and you are quite fine, at least you have uh, just one grid points left, uh, there could be um, moments during the sessions that your hero does not look very good, <laughs> does not <laughs> sure. look okay. And that's mm -hmm. uh, maybe after a failure, particularly uh, failure, or after reaching your bad box uh, mm -hmm. and your grit, you may catch some condition. You may look not so good, so you may uh, be distracted or nervous or hurt. And each mm -hmm. and every one of these conditions will give you some disadvantages. Some will just um, give you one, one less dice uh, mm -hmm. when you throw in a, in a certain attributes uh, mm -hmm. or different kinds of disadvantages if you have uh, more, more particular conditions like blinded, I don't know, or, oh, yeah. or something like this. And when you add too much of them, uh, you feel broke, you, you are broken, uh, mm -hmm. basically, so you have uh, one less dice in every single uh, role you make, meaning okay. that your hero is still, because you are a hero, so you are still fighting, you are still going on, while everyone else would probably just roll over and, and stop or go home, but mm -hmm. you do so uh, with, at, at the minimum of your strength, of course. And we, we call this stuff the looks, because that's how you look to others. Because, for example, okay. uh, you know, John Wick, for example, if John Wick's mm -hmm. fall off, uh, you know, uh, a four-story building, uh, As he does, you know, yeah. you know, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not hurt because he doesn't look hurt. But if you, you know, pierce an action hero, then he looks hurt to the audience. So he's going to act uh, hurt because yes. that's, that's the cool of, uh, uh, you know, cinema that's only true what we can, uh, what we can see, what we can perceive. So mm -hmm. it's not like 
your character is nervous, but he looks nervous. Maybe looks he's, saying, or he's doing something. So uh, we let, he will have a, they will have a disadvantage on, you know, very precise action and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So with the, the game, like we said, it, it's on Kickstarter now. So, so people can kind of get involved there. Um, but you've been obviously working on the game for a while. How was playtesting for the game? Were there any, any things that like, your ideas you had that came out or any particular moments in playtesting that made you realize some mechanics were needed? Well, I, I, I would say at a certain point, talking about car chases, we just mm-hmm. decided to have a mechanics uh, mm-hmm. based on the fact that it's called need for speed. You have a need, <laughs> a value of need, and a value of speed. And that works like a charm. It works just as good as it as it sounds. And it, it came out by, by talking amongst ourselves mm-hmm. and what uh, do you need, you know, to have a, a real cinematic movie-like chase. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have your speed, but your speed is not something. It's it's how much you are going uh, fast, uh, respect of your, your opponent. You are going faster mm-hmm. or not. So uh, we have a, a lot of uh, of thoughts about this, but what just unlock the the possibility of this, this particular tool was the name. Okay, you have the need, what you need to succeed in this chase and you have your speed. How fast are you going? How are uh, how how near you are to to achieve your need? And so that that just <laughs> blew into us like some some fantastic ideas. Also, one one cool thing when you are playtesting is that you uh, you you discover what the game is about for people that you know mm-hmm. are playing. And uh, uh, of course, uh, it's weird as it sounds. Uh, Outgun is not about action. Is about mm-hmm. playing uh, an an action story, mm-hmm. but you know your focus is going to be on the stakes. It's going to be on uh, what do you lose if you lose? No, what happens when you lose, mm-hmm. or uh, uh, how much you need to sacrifice to achieve that? So what we found out during the playtest is that actually the action was not the focus of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, focus of the game was giving. Um, a weight to the stakes, giving mm. you a real risk while playing, risk of losing, uh, you know, something of losing or, or staying one yeah. step behind the villain. Mm. And uh, the action was what gave weight to the stakes. So mm. and that, that made us realize that we couldn't make just, you know, rules for a fight because the fight sure. was not the point. The point mm. was how. Uh, important it is going to be uh, to defeat this enemy or to lose this fight, and uh, that's that's how we came out with this idea that we we had to give multiple tools to deal with the same stuff because um, uh, because sometimes we 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 didn't want to lose time with the fight. I know it sounds mm-hmm. weird because you are playing an action movie, and it's weird. Yeah. You know, kind of want to skip the fight, but sometimes uh, the fight is not the important part. Sometimes mm-hmm. someone is hanging, you know, uh, from a building, and the fight is only uh, slowing you down. So uh, it's not important how um, uh, how dangerous is the enemy, but mm-hmm. only how much time you are wasting because yeah, you yeah. Are, you know save someone or something like that. So that's when we start thinking about this is going to be all about 
time and uh, managing time and action and resources. Uh, yeah, that's already um, that leads me into a question though. Thinking about like saving somebody because a lot of action RPGs have one central kind of hero, like in Die Hard or John Wick or Alien, or we've got like one person we're looking at. Um, but obviously, in this RPG, this is for multiple players, and they all they all want to feel cool. They all want to feel like the hero. Um, so, how does this game help? you know, everybody have their moment and all the players on the table be the hero instead of just, you know, one star. <laughs> yeah, that's that was one of the uh, probably biggest issue with the idea because mm. uh, when we were designing uh, Broken Compass, we had, of course, Indiana Jones, but on mm -hmm. the other side, we had The Mummy, the 1999 uh, classic, The Mummy, where you have a group sure. of adventurers, so we are, okay, we had something... To follow yeah. up when we are dealing with action movies, as you say, in most of the time, the name of the movie is the name of the hero. You have Jack Ryan, John Wick, you have you, it's very uh character specific, mm -hmm. uh, and there aren't actually many action movies that revolves around groups, so that's mm -hmm. why I was mentioning before the heist. The heist sure. was what, what came to mind the idea that different people for different reasons were mm -hmm. all fighting against the same villain uh, were, or, you know, working together for that mission. Uh, and so that was kind of what made it, uh, you know, mm -hmm. click for us. Um, and this is on the, you know, narrative side of the game. Sure. Uh, uh, so how you deal. On the mechanic side, uh, we have actually um, two stuff that are going to possibly help the player. One is... Uh, is um, role and trope mechanic because as you cannot choose two times the same role, you know, two players cannot play as the same role and uh, two players cannot same, play the same uh, trope, of course, mm -hmm. uh, you will have different skill and all the player will be actually needed. Uh, and this is crucial that you have this kind of guided, you know, creation of your character because otherwise we all have, you know, a John Wick type of character. Uh, yeah. that everything. Uh, and also the mechanics that revolves around the adrenaline and the spotlight, which mm -hmm. are the two resources that you can give to the players to award their, um, mm -hmm. you know, their role. Yep. So the adrenaline is the smaller uh, of this resource. You spend one adrenaline, you gain one die, basically. Mm -hmm. and, um, so you are awarded adrenaline for doing uh, cool or like reckless or genius stuff and the spotlight is the um this um uh, very important research that will basically allow you to take the scene to take the spotlight and do whatever you like mm -hmm. for an actor and uh, the um, the director has a limited amount of them and the only thing that the director can do with these resources is award them to the player okay so um by doing this uh, we have a bunch of suggestions regarding uh, uh, like one of the player was not awarded you know a spotter or an adrenaline mm -hmm. in the last uh, shot that means that they did not have their time so you you have to you know shift the narrative towards them to give them uh, their you know their moment sure and also the way the experience works um you have those those experience next to the on the right side of the sheet, which are, are going to be your 
non-linear advancement of your character, so you gain yeah. experience as you play, mm -hmm. uh, and they are all personal, and each of the player have to, uh, you know, gain an experience before you can move to the next act of your story. So uh, if one of the player, you know, don't have an experience, it means that nothing meaningful has happened to them. Mm -hmm. uh, it will kind of, you know, drive the director into, uh, you know, giving them the spotlight, taking them at the center of the scene to actually award them their experience so they can, you know, advance to the next act. So, because that's how a uh, movie works, basically. Mm -hmm. um, when you write a character for a movie, this character is going to have a flow, it's going to have some connection, it's going to have mm -hmm. some strength, and, you know, um, and they have to face them, they have to show them at some times, uh, or the story can't, you know, uh, go on. So that's how we decided to... I, I, I know it's um, it's very hard for me to explain everything in English, but I hope it was... No, 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 it makes sense. It's a good way to get mechanically reward the players for playing their character as as meant to be and and give them cool moments to to do their thing so yeah then it makes perfect sense um so we're coming up near to the end of the time we have today um so if you do have any questions in the live chat please put them in and we'll try to answer them um but to, to kind of wrap us up um do you have any kind of last words or things anything you'd like to brag about in the game that i haven't um, you know, asked you about or or any final summary you'd like to share about it? Um, I, the only thing I always like to, to repeat um, is that uh, I know that this game looks very focused on something that it's very old and possibly has, has done its time. Like, you know, the action movies from the 80s, it's something that, uh, you know, it's... Uh, uh, a bit dated. Yeah, dated mm -hmm. in... Uh, but um, I, I always encourage people to see beyond that because what we are doing is, is trying to make a cinematic system and we had to start somewhere and uh, the action genre is actually uh, the, the kind of the genre of movie that is the most um, um, probably influential uh, mm -hmm. in in today's movies because we are constantly watching superheroes or you know mm -hmm. stuff that is inspired by those those classic so mm -hmm. uh, we decided to take it as a common ground to start and build a system that will allow you to play your favorite movie and uh, to show that we made this uh, um, the, this action flicks that we were watching earlier uh, that are going to expand the game throughout the, the genre, so um, sci-fi and horror, or you know, superheroes or teen dramas like like Stranger Things, Goonies, and stuff. Um, and that's yeah, that that's the thing I'm uh, I always like to say because I know it's um, um, like someone was meant. You know, mentioning other games like um, Everyday Heroes, which is a mm -hmm. very yeah. good game that's very focused on the 80s and the nostalgic effect, while we are trying to take that as a common ground to start and build uh, towards uh, more recent, you know, movies and stuff. Fantastic. Uh, Simona, any uh, last words on that? 
No, I think that what Rico said, it's it's the the, mm-hmm. the heart, the core of what we are trying to do. I mean, the, the action is it's really the base of t- today's movies, today's series, today's cinema, because every mm-hmm. each and every movie uh, you see nowadays has some kind of action scene, has of some course. kind of or, or something that you would need uh, a specific game engine to, to play because mm-hmm. it came from that. Because action, it's, it's a language that speaks to, to everyone. It's not just uh, the fight, but mm-hmm. the, the runs and the chases and uh, every single, the, the, as um, I don't know how you call it in English, uh, the, the, the physical comedy is, oh, yeah. is action. And all sort of things that are based in the this core of action that we are trying, humbly trying to <laughs> to reach somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about it's not violence. It's mm-hmm. action. And action yeah. is yeah. It's action. It's showing you know uh, emotion through an act and uh, not through yeah. just words. Or that's that's basically what what this is all about. Amazing. I'm very excited for this because I think it's so great um, for, for you particularly as from Two Little Mice publishing this because obviously you're an RPG publisher but your background in cinema and your passion coming through in that just like fits it together um, so nicely. Um, so I'm very excited for it. As I mentioned before, the links for the Kickstarter are in the show notes of the podcast or on the screen on the live chat. So you check that out on there because the best way to support uh, indie tabletop RPG creators is to buy their stuff. Um, if um, if I forgot to ask you uh, a question and somebody is now screaming at their computer or headphones saying, why did you not ask this? Where can they find you online to ask you uh, the question themselves? Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a page and a couple mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and a Facebook group. We mm-hmm. have a Discord server. You can mm-hmm. find uh, 2LM funds. It's mm-hmm. the name. We have a website, 2LittleMice.net. Mm-hmm. And you can write us everywhere. You can write us just a, a message uh, mm-hmm. in a Kickstarter page. We are mm-hmm. basically uh, trying to answer everyone that reaches to us somewhere. Also, because there's only the two of us yeah. and uh, Daniela, mm-hmm. which is the amazing artist behind, uh, you know, both Household and Outgun. So we are going to answer you. There's no one else to do it. So <laughs> there's no, no there's no customer service team no, with no, a, no, a, an office no, with fifty no, people no, at computers. No. Oh, yeah, okay. Sometimes people are asking, but how do I contact you directly? Uh, anywhere, basically. It's, 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 <laughs> it's the only <laughs> way you can contact anybody. Amazing, amazing. That's so good to hear. Um, the last thing I'm going to ask you before you go, which which I did last time as well, is um, do you have any um, recommendations for any other indie tabletop RPGs? And the rules are obviously uh, it can't be D&D and it can't be a game that, that you've made. So if you have any recommendations for any other games you've been enjoying. Last time we already about Ukania, which I, mm-hmm. I love to uh, talk about the game, which done but uh, some of our dearest friends is uh, which is gear games an Italian based studio but um, they have uh, the English version of the game as well they, they are um, about to come out with the first expansion if I remember correctly and so it's, it's a steampunk game that we always uh, trying to 
to talk people about because they, they are lovely and the game is very, very, very valid. Mm -hmm. uh, and from that, we already spent, I, I don't know, we, of course, we are, we spent a lot of time <laughs> to work on our games. Yeah, so it's not for, it's, it's yeah, very yeah. hard. Mm -hmm. I feel the, the urge, of course, as Simone did to, to you know, to sponsor another Italian uh, game because there, yeah. is, there is a lot of, you know, cool stuff coming uh, from Italy uh, and trust an Italian on that, of course. Uh, but, you know, the, we, are, we are making a lot of cool stuff. So if you, don't know the game, you might want to take a look at a game, an Italian game called uh, Not the End. Mm -hmm. uh, Not the End is an indie, uh, a very marvelous indie games, diceless. Mm -hmm. um, so you're going to, you know, mm -hmm. take tokens out of um, a pouch. Uh, and mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's very peculiar because uh, there's nothing on the character sheet. Sheet just uh, hexagons that you will have to okay. fill, you know, uh, core well, phrases, core aspects of your character. And these are going to be your token that you have to, you know, uh, use to make all your actions. So um, the more traits you can call upon from your shit, the more, more token you can uh, put in the pouch and you have mm -hmm. a better chance of success. It's very uh, peculiar game. Huge success in Italy. It was awarded Game of the Year in 2020 okay, in Italy. Mm -hmm. uh, not very known uh, outside of Italy because but the guy... The, 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 there is a, an international... There is an international version. You can find it somewhere, for sure. <laughs> I don't know where, but... Uh, <laughs> Online. Online, for sure. Sorry, <laughs> Um, it's it should be on drive through RPG. I don't want to say, oh, okay, but it should be on drive through available as, uh, as at least as digital download. And uh, it's and it's also available for free, it's in Creative Commons, so they have uh, you know, um, a whole version you can purchase, but there is also you know, um, I think, uh, you know, a smaller version without the art but with all the rules. Okay, uh, and what was what was that name again of that game? Not, not the end. end. Not the end. Yeah. Yes. Right. There we go. So just a question in the chat. So answering your question. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for those recommendations, and thank you for coming back and uh, sharing another one of your fantastic uh, games with us again. Uh, if you are doing another game again, you're very welcome to come back, and maybe that time you will then have a physical copy of Outgun to show us <laughs> <laughs> that time as well. So that can be a theme <laughs> when we have you on. Uh, again, thank you so much. Congratulations on the Kickstarter, and I hope the next three days uh, see even more success for you. And if you've watched the show and enjoyed it, please go check out the Kickstarter. Uh, but that's all from us this week thank you so much for joining us and we will be back with Not D&D next week bye